Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, check out our website at freechapel.org. Smile at someone on your way down and open your Bibles with me to the book of Luke chapter 22 for just a few moments. Hallelujah. Isn't the Lord good? Luke chapter 22 and verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brothers. This verse 31 is remarkable to me. It's always intrigued me. Jesus is one warning Simon Peter that Satan has desired or asked or targeted you. He said, I want you to know you are a target because you have a destiny. And I want to talk to you, and I'm going to let somebody... It's a lot of stuff right here. So come, I'm going to give this to you as my gift to your ministry. Amen. Thank you. You can have that one too. Praise God. But I want to talk to you for just a few moments about something that happened that all of us can remember. But I want to use a, a modern day illustration to bring across a simple, very simple message in point. But I felt a little nudge to preach it tonight. And I want you to lean in with hearing ears. His name was Osama bin Laden. On 9-11, he was the man behind an attack that would change America forever and the world, really. He was in his 50s, the son of a billionaire, and he hated the Western world and Christians. And with that terrorist attack, he was responsible for orchestrating 2,996 people perished. 6,000 then were injured, and then another 6,800 soldiers died in Afghanistan and Iraq. The FBI and the CIA, when this attack happened, decided to come up with a term that was used to describe Osama bin Laden to them, the FBI and CIA. It was called HVT, High Value Target. He made the most wanted list for the first time by both the FBI and the CIA. And for 13 years, he was the most wanted man in the world by those organizations. He went into hiding. He lived 13 years in seclusion, at first in the caves, and then he made his way to Pakistan, and he hid undercover there in isolation. Without the convenience of a cell phone, computers, no internet service, he didn't even allow his garbage to be picked up in the compound that he was living in living total isolated in this compound from all outside contact except for carriers who would bring messages 
concerning the terrorist network that he had around the world. There was a $25 million reward put on him. And then the airline association offered another $2 million for a total of $27 million bounty on his head. I I want to warn you about something. You think you have friends? But if they ever put $27 million on your head, one of your friends, just look at one of your friends and nod at One of your friends is is going to disappoint you. And I hope they're a tither. Come on, somebody. Amen. All right, let's keep moving. $27 million. If you tell me or, or give me any information that leads me to him. Dead or alive was the wanted poster on him. He operated Al-Qaeda by, Al-Qaeda by carriers, handheld messages from people, living in a compound in the darkness, trying to fit in and never coming outside. For 13 years, FBI, CIA, thousands of agents, listen to this, they assigned thousands of agents and informants searching, researching, disguising themselves as part of the Al-Qaeda terrorist organization. Thousands of them trying to infiltrate that organization. 24 hours a day, thousands of agents working, working. Where is he? Where is he? One name kept cropping up. A common denominator kept cropping up in all the research and data that they were gathering. And it was a carrier in Pakistan. So they decided to put several hundred, they assigned several hundred agents to watch him and to track him or any associations with him. And in and they they labeled it an HVT. He's a What we're after is a high-value target. In 2010, 2011, they watched, they watched 24-hour surveillance a day. And one day they picked, that man made a mistake, that carrier. He picked up his cell phone. And he opened the phone and dialed a number. He had been carrying that phone so long and he had been getting by with it for year after year after year that he, that he broke the rules that they had and he called and he thought he had learned how he could get away with it. And they taped and tracked down the phone and followed him to the doorsteps of a compound in Pakistan. See, he had his patterns and he began to make mistakes. And he led them to the compound and then they put cameras and they, men were moved in surrounding places. They moved our agents in and spies in and all kinds of equipment. And they were watching this compound 24 hours a day. They saw with heat-seeking cameras a tall man, a slim man. At night, he would move only at night. At certain times in the evening, would he even move out of the top bedroom for some reason? The heat-seeking cameras pinpointed the bedroom on the third floor. They knew when he went to bed. They knew when he got up. 
They knew when his security was at its most lax. They knew and watched and watched and watched. They got, they got just to cameras and people watching all the time. Do you know the Bible says that Satan goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour? He's watching. Finally, they were convinced that it was Osama bin Laden and they brought in four helicopters, SEAL Team number six, SEAL Team six, the elite warriors, the best, the smartest, the most dangerous, skilled killers that we have. Four helicopters were flown into that compound one night because they had located an HVT, a high-value target. You know the rest of the story. They took him out and took out everyone there that needed to be taken out. And in this story in Luke 24, Jesus said, Simon, Satan has desired to have you. You are a high-value target. And I'm preaching tonight to some people, whether you feel like you are or not, you are high-value targets. You see, Simon Peter was the disciple that Jesus said, to you I give the keys to the kingdom. I'm giving you revelation. I'm giving you information. I have a destiny, a call, and a purpose on your life. And if you have a call and a purpose on your life, if you really are destined, and all of you are, because your God created you in His image, and you, the moment you accepted Christ as your Savior, became a high-value target to the enemy. Jesus said, be careful, Simon Peter. Satan has desired and placed a label on you. You are an HVT in hell. You've got a revelation. People who know more about the Bible, people who love the Lord, pastors, kids, people, young people who want to do what God's calling them to do. I, I just want to give you a sober warning that you're a high value target. And you must be fully aware that it's not just all excitement all the time and joyful, but the truth is, if you have a call on your life, the enemy places a wanted poster up in hell and says, I want that one. People who know so much about the Word of God are a high-value target. Young people who love the Lord. Young people who want to serve God. You are a high-value target. If you know how to pray, you are a high-value target. If you know how to fast, you're a high-value target. If you know how to walk in the Spirit and love and forgive. If you have a burden for souls and you yearn to make a difference for Jesus Christ. You are a high value target. You're wanted by hell. Hell is sending its best forces to take you out. To discourage you. To depress you. To get you to give up on your dream. To get you to walk away from your purpose and your call. To get you to believe that, 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 that it's impossible. That God could do something great with you. All of that best attack of the enemy is about the fact that you are a high value target. 
He said he's come to sift you. Notice his strategy. Peter, he's come to sift you. You're a high value target, number one. Secondly, he's coming to sift you. The word sift means to separate. When the enemy targets you, he begins to try to separate you from spiritual friends. From worshiping friends. From consecrated friends. From mom and dad and pastors and youth pastors. Suddenly the sifting means he's separating you. Trying to get the good people out of your life and put new bad influences in your life. You're a high value target. If you've given your life to the Lord and you're a single young lady or a single man. You're a high value target because there is a person out there that God has for you. And together you will have a destiny and produce a family. And the enemy will lie to you and say it doesn't matter. And you just ought to live. But you're a high value target. Don't let the enemy mess you up and sift you and get the wrong, the right people out of your life and bring the wrong people in. He wants to separate you from that which makes you strong. Separate you from church. Separate you from good Christian friends. Separate you from good influences in your life. Separate you from prayer and, and friends that encourage you instead of to do right instead of doing wrong. Hell's trying to sift, to pull you away, to separate you. 27 million dollar reward. The devil doesn't care how much it costs to get you. I'm saying to you tonight that there's all kinds of bait that the enemy will use to sift you. You're wanted by hell. You are a high value target. Satan's elite seal team number six is a sign to kill, steal, and destroy anybody who's going after the Lord and carrying their cross. Don't think it's strange that you've been attacked. Don't think it's strange that you've been tested and tried and tempted. Don't think it's strange that your family's been attacked. You are a high value target. If you're an usher, if you're a soul winner, if you're a praise, sing, praise singer, if you're a prayer intercessor, if you're a successful businessman who, who loves to build the kingdom of God, you're a high value target. You're not like the rest of the billionaires or millionaires. If, if, if God blesses a man with great wealth, he becomes a high value target for hell. So be careful. The higher you go up, higher levels, higher devils. I'm, I'm telling you, I started preaching in double-wide trailers in North Carolina. And now I preach all over the world, but I have come to realize, I don't think my, of myself like this, but I have come to realize that if the enemy can smite the shepherd, he can scatter the sheep and the wolf can come. And so the Lord has quickened my heart and said, you be careful. 
You're a high value target. That's why there's trials. That's why there's temptations. That's why the enemy comes. And if he can't get you one way, he'll try another. And if he can't hit you that way, he'll hit you this way. And you have to learn to stand in the middle of it and say, you know what? You can hit me with everything you've got, but I'm going back to what I know works. This word works. Come on, praise him, somebody. Hell is reaching for you and heaven is reaching for you because in both places, you're a high value target. If you're a son or a daughter of a preacher, if you're a preacher's kid, the Lord told me to tell you, your children are high value targets. Be careful, guard them, protect them, put them first, love them, honor them. Keep them in church because they're high value. The baby you're carrying, Nancy, is a high value target. Satan won't win. I don't mean to glorify him. Don't get me wrong. Again, I remind you that you know higher levels, higher devils. That's true. But let me ask you this, and I, I, I think I shared this. But it, it, on the battlefield, who has the most protection? A private or a general? The general's got more bodyguards than the private. So higher levels, higher angelic protection. Higher levels, higher grace to do what God has called you to do. It's not like we're trembling at the devil, but we're not ignorant to his devices. We don't sit around and think we can just tear the devil's world up and, and, and see people saved and born again every time we gather here and just think hell's going to send us a congratulatory telegram saying, I'm so glad of the success you're having over there. It ain't going to happen. We're high value targets, Free Chapel, because we believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. But oh, I, I'm just here to tell somebody that prayer still wins the battle. For Jesus said, but I have prayed for you that your faith would not fail you when the enemy targets you. If he can stop you, he's done so much harm to the kingdom of God. Teenagers, young people, if he can mess you up now after you've told them you love Jesus, when you went back to school and you got saved and you told them the change that Christ had made in your life, in hell you became a high-value target. If you're a business person and you love the kingdom of God, your business will come under some kinds of attack. But it's all right. You just keep being steadfast, unmovable, unshakable. Just notch up your praise about three notches and, and, and just come in here even more determined. And God will bless you even greater. I'm telling you, you're a high value target. That's all. He's studying you. He's studying your habits. He wants to pull you out of your safety zone. He wants you to open up your cell phone iPhone, iPad. The devil's studying every preacher, every dad. Dads, you're a high-value target. Mom, you're a high-value target. 
He knows you better than you know yourself. He knows your life, your movement, your instincts, your associations, your friends, your appetites, your desires, your patterns. And the Lord told me to tell you, like Acts 19, you are a chosen vessel. Many are called, few are chosen. He said, you didn't choose me, I chose you. You know, you could be anywhere tonight. You could be in a crack house tonight. You could be on drugs tonight. You could be out in the world lost without God, but he chose you. You're a high value target. Samson is a prime example of a high value target. He was a special man. He was not, there was not another like him in all of Israel. Here's why. Listen, listen, lean in now. He had the power of God. If you have the power of the Holy Spirit, you're a special woman. You're a special man. You're a special teenager. He had the power of God. The power of God would come on him and he'd rip the lion's mouth open and he'd slay the Philistines because he, he was special because he had the power of God in his life. He became a high-value target. And, and Samson was being stalked and studied and watched by the enemy. His mother and father tried to warn him. The prophets tried to warn him. God tried to warn him. The word of the prophets tried to warn him. He was being unequally yoked. And nobody would listen. Or he wouldn't listen to anybody. Because he was a high value target. The enemy said, I know how I can get him. I can get him by getting him connected to somebody who doesn't believe in God like he does. And I'll drain that power out of him. How did you get him? How did you get mighty Samson? Uh, Hell would say, we got him dating a Philistine. Just dating. Just dating. I know he's not saved. But, but, it, but he's so cute. I'm preaching better than y'all letting on. It starts with a little date. You knew it was, a, you heard the story. You knew it was a snake when you brought it in. Y'all know that story, right? <laughs> Judas was a high value target. He was one of the original 12. He was in the inner circle. And hell said, we found a high value. I've been studying those 12 disciples and I found one with a weakness. How'd you get him? He likes, he's greedy, he likes money. For 30 pieces of silver, I believe we could get him. Notice this, he goes out and hangs himself. Hell laughs because he was a high-value target. Peter's cussing and lying and denying because the devil's never 
satisfied with just getting one out of a family. Notice the pattern of the enemy. The enemy said, if we could get one, we can get two. Let's go after Simon Peter. And the devil got him in such a trap that he knew he had an anger issue. And he's cutting people's ears off. And he's cussing. And he's lying. And I don't know him. I don't know him. I don't know him. And Satan thought he's going to go hang himself too. And that'll be the end of Pentecost because he's the preacher of Pentecost. But Jesus steps into the scene and says, Simon, Simon, the same thing that happened to Judas, the enemy, wants to happen to you. But Satan has desired to separate you just like he did Judas from everything good in your life. But I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. The lure of pride, the lure of bitterness, the lure of unforgiveness, the lure of lust, the lure of sin, the lure. Be careful because the enemy sees that you're a high value target. And I just came by, I know I'm repetitive tonight, but I just want to get it in your spirit to be on full alert. To put on the whole armor of God. To be totally sober and vigilant and prayed up. And fired up and get in services like this. And be intense and passionate about Jesus. Because we're living in days where we can't be lax and just plop open. Something in our life that lets the enemy locate our weakness. But we must be filled with the Spirit. And we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I'm here today to declare that there is victory over every assignment of hell. He may have targeted you, but every target and every, every contract of the enemy on your life, we cancel the devil's assignment over your life tonight. You're not just a high value target of hell. You're a high value target of heaven and God is saying you're a chosen vessel and hell's reaching for you, heaven's reaching for you and you decide. In your weakness, you can reach for heaven or you can reach for hell. If you'll reach for heaven, he'll pull you up. If you'll reach for hell, it'll pull you down. But this is your night and you can be free. Give God a praise if you believe. Yeah. No wonder some of you are struggling with addiction. You're a high-value target. There's great destiny on your life. It actually ought to encourage you that you've been so attacked from a young age. You're a high-value target. But we are praying for you. More importantly, Jesus ever lives. The Bible said he sits at the right hand of the Father and he ever lives to make intercession. If he prayed for him, he's praying for you. He's sitting up there saying, Father, I know that they've been targeted by the enemy. The enemy has high value targets on people. And I really sense that some of you are under his spell, but the spell is broken. While I preach the word, the spell is broken. You're going to see clearly now. You're going to come out of it. 
You're going to sober up. You're going to wake up and realize I have too much to lose. I'm a high value target. And I will fulfill the purpose and call of God on my life. Lift your hands high. They're coming to the music. Lift your hands high. All over this room, just lift them high. Give him every weakness. Your weaknesses don't, don't drive him away. They drive him to you. He's not drawn away from you because of your weaknesses. If you'll give them to him, they'll actually be the magnet that draws his presence and his strength to you. Lift those hands high. And Father, in the name of Jesus, tonight I ask you to break and cancel the assignment of the enemy off of people's lives. Just as sure as you did it for Simon Peter through prayer, you said, I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. And when not, if you are converted, you will go strengthen the brothers. And Lord, I pray for people who've been under that kind of scrutiny and attack of the enemy. May the peace of God flood their soul. May the love of God come upon them so great that they would understand it's just a battle that's been going on and it's a battle for their soul and their destiny. I pray for young people. I pray for college students. I pray for businessmen, moms, dads, preachers, kids. I pray for those under the sound of my voice. They are high value targets that they wouldn't dare allow the enemy to steal the purpose and beautiful plan you have for their life. In Jesus' mighty name. Let's stand to our feet all over this world. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you are blessed.